This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Worldwide Wrap, LGBT news from around the world. Scanning the globe for stories of the diverse rainbow communities. From Australia's Joy 94.9, this is the Worldwide Wrap. The President of Ghana says an anti-LGBT bill which was expected to impose some of the harshest laws against gay people on the African continent. He says it's had substantial elements modified. Well, let's hope. Because that bill would make friends and families of homosexual people report them to the authorities and it would give lawmakers powers to impose the death penalty in some cases. The country's president urged critics from the international community to respect African societies and their values and he also said if you don't agree just keep quiet that's fair enough isn't it kind of tone things down a little bit because vice president of america Kamala harris was visiting yes. so whether or not this has been done just for the cameras we'll soon find out fingers crossed and um she was asked about her um opinion about uh, the laws and she said she felt very strongly about the importance of supporting the freedom and the fight for equality among all people so that's um, encouraging. And in Nairobi, a coalition of international companies, including Google, Microsoft, MasterCard, Unilever, and others, have denounced anti-LGBT legislation passed by Uganda's parliament last week. And they, those companies warned that it could damage the country's economy. Now, I wonder if the dollars element will make the government sort of rethink this a bit because they, they, they want investment in the company and there's some very big names with some very big dollars who have operations in Kenya and who are saying, we don't like this. Um, it puts them in a really tricky position as to how they look after their employees and, yes, uh, and trying to balance, you know, what the government wants. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, the bill that they've got there... Um, uh, does look at aggravated homosexuality. It has the death penalty. Uh, defines uh, defines same sex relations with people under the age of eighteen. Um, th- there's all sorts of things. It's actually with the president at the moment, so it's gone through the parliament, sitting with the president, um, and uh, he's hoping that uh, maybe they will the have will pause to look at this. This is uh, you know not the first time in Africa that these sorts of laws have come up, but they seem to rear their ugly heads every, every you know, five or six so years, often. I think. Mm. Across to UK, much better news uh, and good news in terms of trans people in sport. Yeah. And all trans men and trans masculine football side has played their inaugural match against a cis men's team on Trans Day of Visibility. This is the first time in European history. The team is called Truck United, T-R-U-K United, uh, and they are a UK-based team. They played the Dulwich Hamlet FC supporters team uh, in London. There were 500 supporters, which is a great crowd for, you know, a game like this. Yeah. Sadly, the game, you know, it's not about who wins, but, no, gee, they were not. thrashed. They were 8-1, <laughs> to one, unfortunately. Eight to one. Um, look, the, the, the game actually attracted some uh, big names as well. There was uh, Emmerdale, which is a really big um, soap in, in the UK and had a um, the first ever transgender actor to appear in a TV soap, drove down to play. They had pretty much players coming from all over um, 
UK and Scotland to be a part of this team and to sort of, I guess, make a statement um, that, uh, you know, th their aim is to connect with community and also uh, raise funds for the uh, support services that they make and try and make uh, football a little more inclusive for Absolutely. everybody. Absolutely. And uh, there was also a truck women's team playing in um, March last year, also against Dulwich, uh, the Dulwich women's team. Hmm. I think these these sorts of things... Um, it's it might be sort of they're, they're small in number, but they're big in visibility. Mm. So there's going to be um, people who might be sort of trying to figure themselves out who will see this and go, oh, wow, okay, there's um, there is a place for me. There there are people like me, uh, and you know, and sport is not the uh, domain exclusively for, you know, the jocks. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And a new study in the UK has revealed that most anti-trans young adults don't know any trans people in, in their real life. And having a trans person that you know greatly increases the chances of becoming a trans ally. This comes back to the visibility argument again. Yeah, and of the, um, they surveyed 3,695 people, which is a really big sample, and they were 18 to 25-year-olds. 74% who said they didn't support trans people also admitted they didn't know a trans person. Yeah, and if you personally know a trans person, that doubles the likelihood of being a trans supporter. I wonder if there is, you know, does this send a message to the trans community to look at what they can um, uh, they can do to connect with young people, to be more visible with young people? And I guess, take, you know, it, it's probably not dissimilar to where the, the um, you know, the gay community was, let's say, in the 70s. And, um, yeah, it's exactly the same. Milk was, you know, saying, come out, be visible. You know, it's yeah. really hard to hate somebody. It's easy to hate somebody if you don't know them. Yeah. But once they've got a name, once you know them and you know they're actually a really good person, it's really hard to um, to hate them. Exactly. Um, nearly 70% of non-LGBTQ <laughs> adults were supportive of trans people and... Um, you know, it is. It comes back to that fear of the unknown that uh, you know might help to break down some barriers. And in in brief, in the USA, a judge in Texas has ordered books that were banned for LGBT people and uh, for racial content. They have to be returned to the shelves within twenty four hours. And pressure is growing on Japan to allow same sex marriage ahead of hosting the G seven summit in May. And a group of Catholic nuns in America have published an open letter of support for the trans community. And that's a wrap. That's your worldwide wrap. Keep up with LGBT news from around the world throughout the week. Like us on Facebook, Worldwide Wave, or visit joy.org.au slash worldwide wave. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.